If you're looking to spark a little more creativity into your organization, check out Adobe's new podcast, In The Making. Listen as Teresa O, community leader and advocate, hosts conversations with experts that will inspire anyone working in or planning to join the creator economy. Subscribe to this new podcast, In The Making, and of course, Construction Disrupted, on the listening platform of your choice. The links, as always, are in those show notes. I spoke to a restructuring company recently and they said, around 90% of the cases, these, these could have been resolved. Welcome to Construction Disrupted, the ultimate podcast for the construction industry, exploring the limitless possibilities at the dynamic intersection of construction and technology. Wow, that's a mouthful. Delve into the latest topics, news, events, expert insights, and marketing that are shaping the industry right now and in the future. We'll hopefully sprinkle a little bit of humor in there for you as well. I'm your guide, Peter Sumpton, and I run a construction technology marketing agency, Build Different. If you're ready to embrace disruption and unlock the potential of the construction industry, keep on listening and be part of the conversation that's reshaping the future of construction. If you're not, uh, I really wouldn't bother. It's, it's probably not going to be that interesting for you. Whether you're a construction technology professional or just part of the construction industry in general. This podcast is your go-to resource for staying informed, inspired, and of course, connected. Speaking of connected, the best way you can help to support this podcast is by sharing it far and wide and leaving us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Right then, let's go and build different and get disruptive. As another beautiful British summer comes to an end, it's time to reflect and take stock. Who are we kidding? It's been raining most of the time. We had decent June, but yes, it hasn't been great, has it? But it can be hard to take stock. When it's normally business as usual, we carry on with the daily grind. And rightly so. We all love what we do, right? 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 And part of this daily grind or business as usual comes a scrolling of our favorite social channels, looking for note and newsworthy items associated with your industry to expand your knowledge and keep us in the loop. Better way to view this would be wasting our time doom scrolling and thinking, why is everyone living their best life here? Well, don't panic. We've got you covered here. What better way to help you out than to take a look back at the most important construction industry news from this summer and how they are disrupting construction and more specifically, construction technology. Today, I'm joined by Andrew Curtin, CEO of Construction Wave. Construction Wave provides news and insights into the UK construction industry. Their daily email newsletter covers infrastructure, commercial, residential regulations, and strategic news. The link as ever is in the show notes, so please use it and subscribe. I'm a subscriber wake up every morning to that newsletter. Anyway, that's enough of the promo to get a few more subscribers for you. Um, yeah. what, what, what Construction Wave bring is being constantly curious and always saying it how it is, which is probably why I 
really really like the the newsletter and 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 the way it comes across and that's the reason andrew is on the podcast today because what we'd like to do is talk about some of the latest news some of the latest topics and and how that's impacting the industry but before i do that two things andrew hello and welcome peter thanks for having me on um that was a fantastic intro i think you covered everything i might uh steal your steal your uh your dialogue there for future reference um but yeah delighted to be on peter and um yeah very supportive of the good work i see you doing on linkedin and other socials so thanks for having absolute pleasure thank you for for coming on we're going to take a look back as i was saying a little bit earlier we're going to take a look back at, at, at summer news stories and and the impact that's having on the industry my first question to yourself andrew would be if you were to choose a news story or a topic from the past three or four months, the, the major one that's had a massive impact on the industry, which one would that be? Oof. <laughs> it's a tough question. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know when the release this podcast is out, but obviously we're only two weeks since uh, the unfortunate collapse of Buckingham Group, um, which was one of many we're, we're seeing in the last few months. So um, my heart goes out to people involved there. Um, mm. I guess um I guess at the start of the summer um and uh, we can we can define summer every later on or whatever but Henry's was the nearly the start of uh the start of June I believe was the first week of June uh, I think it was the 9th of June my birthday um so there you go. Um, yeah so um we actually broke that story I remember it was late in the evening and yeah it's just uh, engagement it was it was the interest around the story was was insane obviously henry's kind of shot up fairly fast um went to four four or five hundred million had projects beginning to get them all over the uk um you know massive supply chain um you know probably two thousand people working directly or indirectly i don't know what it was it was it was one that that really got um you know massive engagement at the start of the summer um and yeah that, that that was one that stands out and obviously it just i think that and buckingham group just recently really kind of hit home mm -hmm. what do you think i i think that's just been a continuation um although i did just ask you about the summer but not just in the summer it seems to be happening f frequently and the reverberation around the industry must be and is huge because like you just said then from a, a contractor and a subcontractor perspective it's not just that particular organization and the people that are closest to it that are impacted um it's probably the other people that are more impacted um that mm. are relying on that major contract for the work completely i suppose for recent times it's hard to um it, it's hard to you know neglect the fact that there is a war happening and we're off the back of covid which is uh you know in, in you know has increased inflation um mm. and the war doubled down on that uh obviously briggs is not making things easier so like uh the uk economy in general has just been whacked three or four times in the face all at once um so those those factors like you know um you know even like prices just the price of materials like british gypsum is probably up over 200 percent um in in prices so like th that figure alone just gives you a staggering outlook of pr price materials um so th that's obviously a huge factor um you know the, um, 
I, I talk to a lot of people about this and it doesn't get covered much, but leadership doesn't get left out of the media, I find a lot, is, you know, um, there's a lot of nepotism in construction. There, there's, a, there's a lot of bums and seats who on boards who are not who are not equipped to be on board and like listen i was never on a construction board but like i've talked to insolvency firms and i've talked to some of the the big companies about this and they said like there is there is a serious lack of leadership in the construction there's really good people but just sometimes there's people in the wrong seats and during a good economy you can get away with that because everything's going well and everything's hunky-dory but in a bad economy, you know, it really does come into fruition. Um, but I, yeah, I spoke to a restructuring company recently and they said around 90% of the cases, these these could have been resolved um, mm. if they if they, if they done something earlier. But listen, I don't want to um, point fingers too much. It's just everything else on top of that is after yeah. making into one big mess, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it, 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 it puts people in a, a tricky position and it's always those extenuating circumstances that have that major impact that people weren't expecting. Um, the, the unfortunate fact is that that has a reverberation around the industry and affects so many people that I, I don't think a lot of people understand how many people that will and does affect, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway... I, I don't want to really dwell on on that that negativity. Um, give me something positive then. What's 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 been happening that's um, that's a positive that we can sing and and dance about? Um, well, I guess some of the positive things is that there is still lots of work out there. You know, there there is there is still many projects that are going to be completed, and there's still. Um, still lots of work out there um that you know contractors and can get their hands on uh and i know the unfortunate collapse of the companies we talked about um you know a lot lot of those people like you know some of them are able to find employment quite fast um you know there's been big support and that's i found the industry Mm -hmm. came together a lot you know there's you know a small bit of ambulance jason i won't get me wrong when the company goes bust people trying to get their whatever their, their their uh whatever sales fees or whatever it is but more more than if you look at the broader scope it was really genuine support too of people who you mm. know they weren't looking for anything they just put their hearts out and i felt the industry did come together uh, and then show their um sincere um wishes but um i think there's lots of work out there um there's you know you talk to recruiters they are busy um and I think the last couple of years as well, um, just dwelling on, on what you do, Peter, is that it has the adoption of technology has been increasing and it has become more of a talking point um, than it was just two years ago. So I think we're still low on the bell curve on that, uh, but I think it's changing quite fast. Um, so I think uh, those are three points is the technology, the amount of projects and, you know, the mobility of labor. You can go into a job quite quick. So um the economy depends on construction so i i think there's going to be um really really uh positive signs as well yeah um on on a a a future podcast we've got alex from build my talent uh and Mm -hmm. and that is uh the 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 company that alex has, has built is looking to build a community around uh job 
sharing and not just job sharing, but CPDs and education and things like that. So it's not just that whole recruitment. But what I'm seeing is there's a lot more tech going into the recruitment space within construction, mm -hmm. which is which is interesting considering the labor the age of the, the the labor and the shortages we're we're seeing and going to see because of people retiring and stuff, it's probably mm -hmm. absolutely primed for that type of technology for the next generation coming into it. Mm -hmm. Oh, completely. Yeah, it's um, you know, there's events popping up all over the place and stuff like that. There still is quite there is a big gap, I think, still between the tech side of the industry and the contracting side of the business. I think I've met some tech yeah. founders. Um, one who stands out most is John Ryan from Simtera. I think John, John has a great, uh, John and Sarah who uh, own Simtera. Yeah. Uh, I love their background because they were hands-on. Um, they work with some of the largest contractors and the largest projects around London. They spotted a gap for technology um, and you know they, they were able to build something from their experience. Um, I find some, uh, some of the tech companies don't have that hands-on experience and it comes against them yeah. a bit later on. Yeah, because I, it's, it's like you, you're, it's a different mindset. You like you can't, you can't like you have to, you have to play it in you know simple terms. It's just like you have to expect the contractors. This is new to them. You have to explain it. You can't come from a developer background, um, or a you know software developer background and expect them to know it. It's just not their jam. Yeah. So um, I um, I I, f I find there's a small bit of a gap there. Yeah, I, I really like uh, what Semtera have, have done as well and, and the way they, they, they go about the business and from a marketing perspective as well, the way they, they, they promote themselves. It's a bit rough and ready, I must admit, but I really like where they're going and for, for a small company that they do it exceptionally well. So I'm, I'm with you on on that one. Yeah. And look, their um, startup, and it's, it's scrappy, but they, yeah. they, yeah, they're heart in the right place and they're doing the right things mm -hmm. and that brand will really develop over time. Same with us, like, you know, we're a scrappy startup. We're just trying to, you know, get get through the rounds, you know, and we, we'll keep building and building. But uh, once we're a few things, once we're hands around a few right buttons, then we're, we're going the right direction. But yeah, completely, completely agree. One one thing that I notice from the, the newsletter and, and, and your website, there's one major, major project that is always in the news and it's never really positive, unfortunately, um, mm -hmm. is HS2. Mm -hmm. okay so yeah for, for me my own personal opinion on hs2 right is that as soon as it was announced i just thought they're never going to finish it that was my first thought like however many years ago it's never going to happen and it's probably going to double the cost right of, of whatever they were saying it, it, it would cost what's what's your take on on hs2 um it's a hard one it's a hard one really um do you know i'd say one thing for our articles you know we do we do try and be very positive where we can but just at the moment there is just very certain things around the hs2 um you know it's a massive project it's affecting everyone and there is mistakes being made left right and center um and i said you just can't you cannot report on it like you just can't ignore it it has to be reported on because it's affecting yeah. hundreds hundreds of thousands of of people being honest um the hs2 um i i don't know i've, I've mixed opinions like um the the idea is great the execution is poor um <laughs> 
the, the, like just be completely honest um and like you've seen that with the resignation of mark thurston the ceo mm. um, and i hate seeing that like you just want it to be in a good project that can benefit everyone you know supply chain if it goes well it works better for everyone you know from everyone from media to you know waste management companies to everyone around the, the periphery and inside it um but yeah there has been lots of mismanagement um it, it, it's it's fair, it's fair to say like um even the like i, I don't know i, I find uh, it's been, what's been done before is kind of one of the industry's weaknesses is like you know they set up they set up the hs2 group or the hs2 limited to manage the contractors and everything involved in it um and you know the people in there I have no people in there. They're not getting paid as much as other industry or other companies or private company, you know? Um, mm. So, I you know, I just, I think the incentive alignment is a bit off there. Um, sometimes is it just better to give the whole project to a massive private company and they just, they just bang it out, you know, rather than having an extra layer of bureaucracy and then people will come back and just say, oh, no, it has to be done this way and that way. And I find, okay, does it have to really, does it really have to be doing that? Like, um so I don't know. I just think there's a lot of bureaucratic layers that were added in that could have been much simpler, you know. Um, like the country wanted done, and they wanted done cost effectively. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know, everyone wants it done. Like so, I don't know. I think there's a lot to be said just to hand it to a big company and crack on with it. Yeah, um, and 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 you look at you look at previous large projects, um, the uh, the Elizabeth line, for example, mm-hmm. um, and the let me get this right the tideways is it tideways yeah tideway london one yeah 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 tideways and and, and you look at you, you look at both of them and i know the elizabeth line went majorly over in terms of timeline and expense and i think tideways has um and it always surprises mm-hmm. me when the the main person that's in charge leaves their position it never it never it never really it rings alarm bells for me really when that happens yes they did those um project organizations or whatever you you call them um i'm not the biggest i, I don't know I, I just i personally think yeah there might be a small need for little you know but these are massive like very like bloated type organizations mm. uh, on top of working with massive contractors so i don't know i think there's something has to be done to reduce there and just have maybe an executive team but there'll be lots of people just say oh it can't be done that way if it can't be done that way and it's, i'll keep saying why not um but, <laughs> yeah they're all they're all going over budget all of them are going over budget um that mightn't always be their fault either like you know there's mm. just other un- unforeseen circumstances you know so f- final thing then um i'll kind of pass the baton over to you on on this one if you don't mind mm-hmm. uh, this is supposed to be like a a, a recap of the summer news and 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 the like so is there any news stories that stick with you uh, that you, you've either in, enjoyed or important, uh, made you laugh, cry, smile, uh, worry uh, throughout the, the summer months? Um, I think what I find, what's really interesting at the moment is, um, and I give a shout out to Rory Butler, who's heading up her editorial uh, and currently hiring another journalist, um is he's after keeping he's keeping close eye on the growth of rsk um so rsk for any listeners uh their group or holding company and they're buying up um i think they have i don't know how many it was there's 20 acquisitions this year 
but they're buying up um, you know, facility management companies, engineering companies, uh, and different parts of the sector. So like they're one ecosystem nearly. And like if you have if you have a project, then you know loads of companies in their portfolio can work on it. Everyone gains. But I'm just saying the growth of that company is just insane. Um, they're they're just after nearly twenty acquisitions this year. Uh, and they have just a large array of services, but I'd go onto their website, R RSK Grouper, and then have a look at all the different companies. And like they're nearly buying companies weekly. So I find the uh, founder, um, Alan Ryder, I think his name is, I find him like really interesting. He's the type of guy I'd love to be at a dinner table with because yeah. he's just his ambition. And, you know, construction is a very fragmented industry and he's obviously trying to consolidate it into yeah. the one ecosystem um so i think it's a fascinating fascinating um story um we'd love to get him on like a webinar or something or and uh have a q a with him because uh yeah hats off to those guys they're doing really well their company like i would actually you could nearly do a full podcast alone breaking down their like acquisition strategy peter we, we should do it later on it could be interesting to, to your listeners just breaking down this Absolutely. because um because yeah it's um such a hard industry for acquisitions too it's just not easy like it's much more, other businesses have more simple ones so it's, just, it's just a tough one um but any other stories that stick out i think that's the one because we're tracking it so much and we're so interested in it and readers seem to be quite interested in it let's finish then on uh construction wave uh yeah. and what what we've, we spoke about the summer but what does the future look like for yourselves yeah um a couple of things really is um we want to keep expanding our editorial um and you know so much to cover um if i could afford it i'd have 10 journalists on the desk just cover covering the news we need to know every day um and yeah we definitely want to grow beyond one publication um we feel there's gaps in the industry that we can narrow down in a bit more at the moment it's large contracting main contracting our large main contracting subcontracting I suppose it's a big few months for us because with all the insolvencies and this is the first time I'm saying it, with all the insolvencies and the financial problems at the moment, we're launching our construction CFO summit on the 13th of November. Um, so if you go to our website and the events page, you'll be able to see a bit more information. Um, nice. And we have CFOs, CEOs, like bankers, all 400 person C-suite event. And we're just, we're just going through some of the key financial issues because you know, it's very secretive industry. It's, you know, you know, the way things are, you know, the financial aspect, especially, you know, we just need to get a bit more clarity on how we can avoid, you know, um, more insolvencies. What are the new payment strategies and technologies we can use? You know, um, you know, even stuff we're going to be talking about is, you know, the financial operations is that, like, are we attracting the right financial people to work at construction organizations? Are, are we, mm. Are we doing those types of things? So yeah, the summit's a massive one for us. Um, you know, as I said to you, I've no mind saying, I've no problem saying it uh, aloud. It's a make or break one for us because it's gonna, it's gonna really transform us to the next level if if we can pull it off and you know, uh, plant the seed in people's minds that we're a publication for the future. Nice one, Andrew. I think I think I'm rooting for you, and uh, I, I think most of the. The industry will be rooting for you to, to pull it off so yeah good good luck with that and and i know it'll be or you'll make it a success which is which is fantastic um, um and peter what's your you asked me a question let me ask you one um what's sure. your positive um 
positive thoughts or recap over the last few months or the future ahead? Yeah, I I think I think my my positive thoughts are, are why I'm doing this podcast and why I've started a, a marketing agency based in construction technology. Because when that technology they get it right and when organizations buy into it they see the benefit of it and there's there's multiple case studies uh for for some really interesting tech out there where and and you can actually see it in real life happening and helping and it's just a really positive space to be in knowing Mm -hmm. that that tech exists and knowing that it can help organizations yeah there is there are issues there are challenges as we know within construction and there are challenges to getting that tech implemented and and up and running for particularly Mm -hmm. for smaller organizations but the 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 positivity around construction and technology and, and and where they both meet is um i think a really interesting space to be in uh, and you mentioned uh, Simterra, and the, there are multiple organizations which I'm a, a huge fan of, which are doing amazing work right now. Yeah, oh, completely. Um, there are so many good companies, and I'm fascinated by them. I'm always on the lookout um, for good tech tech companies um, out of curiosity and sometimes self-interest because tech companies are always contacting us about potential advertising stuff. But yeah. uh, I just find it, I, I, I just find it, it <laughs> I'm just being completely honest, but like I just find it interesting too as well. Um, you know, some of these companies, like you know, they're not they're not someone we probably work with just for their own circumstances. But like, I just enjoy uh, what they're doing. Um, there's some mm. interesting one comes up around supply chain, but I think from a media aspect, the because the the contact some people don't like contact yet, but I'm going to call it contact because you're calling it contact, Peter. Yeah, um, but. I, from a media point of view, it's it's so so in its infancy, it's very hard to cover. I think it'll be interesting in the next ten years when like CEOs of tech companies are changing positions and there's reshuffles and you know I I just think it, from a media point of view, uh, for readers like I think there's a bit of a gap between like do you, do I need to know reshuffling in a tech company or do I need to know more about it from a contracting side? You know, it's a it's an yeah. interesting dynamic, but I think we're we're on the right side of the bell curve. Yeah, absolutely. And there's there's a couple of companies uh, that have that have run reports, created reports, and done surveys and things like that. And and whether it's in their better interest, whether it's slightly skewed, who knows? But the, some of the insights are, are quite interesting uh, in terms mm-hmm. of where that tech is and the gaps in the mm-hmm. marketplace and what is actually happening on site, uh, bridging that gap between the the office and the well, in layman's terms, the computer to mm-hmm. the on site. And the build uh, is fundamentally critical, and, and 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 bridging that gap, getting that is massively important. Completely. Fantastic, Andrew. I'll let you go now. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks a million, Peter. And uh, yeah, best of luck in uh, the the podcast. And uh, I'll be uh, I'll be listening in. So thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day and giving this a listen. If you want to chat further about anything you've heard on today's episode, have a topic or technology you'd like me to cover, or simply want to say, hiya, you'll find me on LinkedIn or through the emails, peter at 
www.marketing. Stay disruptive.